Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. Welcome to the podcast where all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions are answered. If you don't know how it works and you're new, listen up. Uh, listeners just like you send in questions that they would like to have answered about their health and fitness journey, uh, and I answer them. That's pretty much how it goes. So if you have a question that you would like to send in, you can do so on Instagram. Uh, my handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. That's where you can find me. And then every single Sunday on my story, you'll see a box that says, ask me a question. That's your green light to submit as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions as you would like. The questions that I will be going over today um, are about uh, eating, sorry, I lost the picture, uh, eating too much protein. Is it possible to eat too much protein? Is it bad to stick to the same workouts? And then how long should I stay in a calorie deficit if I want to lose fat and gain muscle? What does that look like? So that's what we're going to be talking about um, today. So if you have a question, make sure you find me on Instagram, go to my story on Sundays and submit them there. And if you enjoy any episode that you listen to, this one, any other one, spread the love, share it with your friends and family, let them know that they can come here to get all of their health, fitness and nutrition questions answered. And then if you want more free info, you can download any of our free guides, read all of our free articles at PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. All right. First question of the day. How long should I stay in a slight calorie deficit to lose fat and gain muscle? Uh, short answer, as long as it takes to get the results that you want. However, uh, the caveat, I don't know if that's the right word, but however, uh, the longer that you stay in that deficit, the less effective it's going to become, most likely, because there's adaptation involved. Um, so it really depends. What I like to do with people that are trying to build muscle in a deficit, which is really challenging, uh, is to fluctuate between a deficit and a surplus. There are studies that show that fluctuation um, in calorie intake can actually uh, improve results versus staying at the same intake the whole entire time. So what I do is I'll fluctuate between like deficit and a surplus or deficit and maintenance um, and then make sure that in the grand scheme of things, they've been in a deficit uh, longer than they've been in a maintenance, if that makes sense. So, you know, for example, this is just a drastic example, just for easy numbers. You know, if, if, if Carol wants to build muscle and lose body fat at the same time, um, her deficit, let's say she's at 1500 calories, I'll have her there for, you know, three weeks and then we'll go back up to maintenance for two weeks. Uh, and then we'll do another deficit for three weeks, maintenance for two weeks. Uh, it's been, I mean, even with my clients, that's been far more effective than just keeping them at 1500 calories. Um, and it, it just because one, it, it's going to, well, one and two, it's just going to take forever. And that's because your body is going to adapt and adjust to that. Um, when you do it chronically over time, so you're going to need to make more drastic changes, which is very hard to sustain. So I, I'm sorry, but I can't give you a straightaway answer to this. It just depends. Uh, I, it depends on how much you can sustain. Um, and it depends on what it's going to look like getting out of that. Okay. So let's say, you know, let's say your deficit is super low, like 1400 calories. I wouldn't recommend staying there for long. I would recommend coming back out of it, possibly even reverse dieting to rebuild that metabolism and then going back down um, because that's just harder to maintain. You, I mean, you can't, it's not right to go to 1200 calories and then go to a thousand and then go to 800. I think that's idiotic. 
Um, but to take time to rebuild your metabolism and then go back down might be a little bit better, you know, because someone who, let's say they're at a deficit of 2000 calories, that's much easier to maintain in modern life. You know, there's, there's food everywhere. Um, so being able to eat more calories and be in, and still be in a deficit is a great advantage. Okay. And that's kind of where you want to be, but either way, just make sure if you fluctuate, you're in a deficit longer than you either, than you're in a, uh, maintenance or even a surplus. Okay. That is what I recommend there. Um, yeah. Okay, next question is, uh, is there such a thing as eating too much protein? And is it bad to stick to the same workouts? Um, yes, it, there is such a thing as eating too much protein. I have never met or known a certain individual that has ever done it. And there are people out there, especially in the bodybuilding community, that eat way too much protein. Um, but they haven't eaten too much to the point where they have kidney failure or any sort of kidney problems or they're, you know, they, they usually are going to get sick and want to vomit from eating too much food before that even comes close to happening. Um, I didn't take a look at the profile at who asked this. I don't have the handle anymore. Um, but I, for the everyday individual, I highly doubt you're eating enough protein. I mean, we're talking like two grams of protein per pound of body weight and more. I don't know for sure that depends on the individual and the variance and how they're going to react to it. But I've, I've known people to do okay on 1.5 grams of protein per pound of body weight, which most studies show that anything over 1.1 grams of protein per pound of body weight for relatively lean individuals doesn't really do much. Um, so there's no need to go that high anyway. Uh, so technically, yes, there is such a thing. You could get sick and possibly have kidney failure or damage, but I, I don't even think you could have that much if you even tried, if I'm being honest. All right. Um, you'd be way too full. You'd feel way too sick. Your gut would be jacked up. You wouldn't want to go that far. And then the next question within the question, this person kind of sent two questions in one uh, box here, question box. Is it bad to stick to the same workouts? So um, bad in terms of what? I would assume that this person means in terms of progress, seeing progress, in which I would say yes. Um, you should be switching your training program up every three to six weeks or so. I like to recommend four weeks just because we live in a normal, you know, like a, a calendar type of year, a monthly um, calendar, and that just goes by four weeks. So I think that's easy to follow. Uh, so that's what I recommend. And it's between three to six weeks. Um, but the three to six weeks is just a general range when your body tends to start to adapt and stay adapted to the exercise that you are doing. And so what I try to reiterate with this, that with this question that got brought up the other day, um, was on a different platform was that you do want your body to adapt. You just don't want it to stay adapted over time. You want your body to have a constant need to progress. Okay. So you want to change it up, but you don't want to change it up too frequently because it also has to get better at what it's doing in order to improve, right? It'd be like, I think I said this in another episode not too long ago, but it'd be like, I want to get better at ba at baseball. And so I'm going to practice soccer one day, baseball the next day and football the next day after that. And then basketball, that doesn't make sense, right? You would practice a little bit of baseball every day uh, to improve that skill. And then once you got better at that one drill or that one skill, then you would move on to the next drill or the next sport. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's what you want to do every three to six weeks, change it up. Now, I always, even then, I always recommend keeping the same staple exercises, just changing up the variation. Okay. So, you know, you have some form of squat in there, some form of lunge in there, some form of a deadlift in there, some form of a pull-up in there, some form of a row in there, some form of a bench press and some form of an overhead press. Those are like the staples that I always recommend in there. Um, and I think the general concept of the movement should be kept. Like for example, lateral raises are a great shoulder exercise. But I wouldn't get rid of all your overhead presses or your only overhead press so you can have a lateral raise. I would keep the overhead press in there because it's more bang for your buck and then add the lateral raise if you can. Um, 
it's more important to more important than the exercises. It's more important to change up your sets and your well, more so your reps and your rest. Um, your sets can say three to four if you would like. Go up to five if you want to go even higher. Um, but your reps and your rest needs to change each phase because that's what's going to dictate the signal that your body is getting. If you are resting longer a longer period of time, like three minutes, let's say, um, and you're doing three reps, which if you're doing three reps, you're going to need to put a lot of weight on there. That is going to send a signal to your body to sheerly build strength and improve the way your central nervous system communicates to your muscles. Whereas if you were doing three sets of you know 20 reps with 30 second rest, that's completely different. Your heart rate is going to be through the roof. Um, your weight isn't going to be as high because you can't do that much for 20 reps. And you're going to be sending a signal to your body to improve its muscular endurance. Okay, so um, you really just want to change it up every three to six weeks, depending on what your goals are. All right, that's what I recommend there. Guys, if you have questions like this that you would like to send into the show, you can do so on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. Uh, you can find me there. See that question box on my story every Sunday that says, ask me a question. That's where you can submit all the health, fitness, and nutrition questions that you would like. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the love, share it with your friends and family. Let them know that they can come here to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. And lastly, for free guides, more free information on fitness and nutrition, go ahead and check out PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is The podcast.